morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. This is Arthur Crowley Martin, and I dropped in briefly because <laughs> you guys know I'm nosy, and you guys know that I gotta know, I gotta know, have you forgiven you? Yes, I asked that question because I need an answer. Do you know that unforgiveness is rooted and self-righteousness. Whenever we try to make ourselves right with God, that's self-righteousness. Whenever his word is not enough, whenever we don't realize and understand that the blood is enough, <laughs> and we think we got to try to make things right within our, you know, by our own righteousness, that's self-righteousness. Hey, but we getting ready to talk about this one second, one moment, one minute, but first guys, you already know we're going to pray. Uh, Father, we thank you for being in the midst of us, for being uh, together with us, for being in us, Father, for you said that where two or three are joined together, there you are right here. So, Father God, we just ask that you give us a rhema word, Father God, reveal your word to us in Jesus' name. Give us wisdom, Father God, for you said that the just shall live by faith. And Father, we come before you in faith. Believing that we receive, not only believing that you exist, Lord God, but believing that you are a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And in Jesus' name we pray, amen. You guys, thank you again for joining in on my podcast. I'm doing my podcast also at the same time. If that's okay with you guys. <laughs> my podcast is Biblical, Arthur Perley Martin, Biblical Principles for Inner Healing. You guys, um, hit the link over there. Follow me there uh, on the, on my uh podcast page. I think I got maybe like 120 some episodes, if not more. Thank you guys. You guys got me like at 1,116,000 followers. I don't know. Uh, listeners, but um, I'm just so excited. Uh, I believe our mission is to fulfill Christ, the Great Commission, which is not just only to go into the world to preach the gospel, um, but also to help make other disciples and, and to be able and to do the gospel, right? Because Jesus didn't just minister to the spiritual needs of the people, but he ministered to the physical needs also, right? He fed the multitude. After he finished teaching them, he fed them. He was concerned about their natural physical needs. How many of you know that Jesus is concerned about our natural physical needs? This is why he says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these other things will be added unto us. Do you guys believe that? I pray so because that's what the just is called to do. The just is called to live by faith. I don't know about you. In order to live by faith, we have to believe that the work is already done. We're not trying to get God to do anything. We have to believe that it's already done. You guys, don't forget to hit the subscribe button here on my YouTube. Follow me on my YouTube page. I'm on YouTube Live right now. Um, I believe we should be on as many platforms as possible to help preach, preach the gospel, right? Um, we're called to the world. We're called to the multitude. We're called to the masses. And um, so the more platform uh, we're on, the more we can spread the gospel to different audiences, okay? But in the meantime, we're getting ready to get in on get started with this. Um, Romans 
8 and 1 tells us there is therefore now no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus, right? There's no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. But there is really no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus. Why? Because he redeemed us. He he did what the law could not do. You know, the, the requ- we could not keep the requirements of the law because when you break one part, you break every part, right? So Jesus, excuse me, Jesus came and he is the, <clears throat> he said love, he redeemed us, right? By the blood of Jesus, the blood of the lamb, right? But Jesus, love is the fulfillment of the law because when we walk in love, we're not going to lie, cheat, steal, kill. I'm, tr- I'm trying to stick. Give me one second. <clears throat> I'm trying to stick with Romans 12 and 1. There's no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus, right? So my question to you is, forgive me, but my question to you is this. Have you forgiven you? Have you forgiven yourself? Now, it's good that you've forgiven everyone else because we know that if you don't forgive others, we know the scripture that God said he won't forgive us. But a lot of us are repeating patterns and being stuck in sin because we won't forgive ourselves. Because as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. What I want you to understand is that what you do is not who you are, but it's an act in which you have allowed your flesh, our flesh to commit. We are who God says we are. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. How many of you guys believe that we are who God says we are? So important that we understand our identity in Christ. Because when we do not understand our our identity in Christ, we equate what we do with being who we are. Uh, you're not a drug. You're not a crackhead. You smoke crack. Okay. You're not a prostitute. You committed the act of prostitution. You're not a this and you're not that. And, and in other words, you know, the devil is the accuser of the brethren. So if he's calling you anything outside of what God calls you, then he is called. He's not calling you by your name. Right. We're heirs and joint heirs in Jesus Christ. You guys pick up my study guidebook. Uh, understanding our identity in Christ Jesus. That book, my, listen, my book is not at Walmart on the at the store, but you can go to walmart.com, the site, to order. I think three of my study guides are there, and I think understanding our identity in Christ Jesus is on uh, is on at Walmart online at online. It's not in the store; it's online at walmart.com. Pick up that little study guidebook. We have to understand and know who we are in order to walk in who we are, right? Because when we don't know who we are, then the devil comes to try to make us believe that what we do is who we are. We're not who we, what we do is not who we are. We are who God says we are. We're children of God, sons of God. If we have the spirit of God, uh, if we have been born again, right? So when we don't forgive ourselves, when we don't forget, we, until we uh, admit it, we're gonna we're gonna uh, we can't quit it until we admit it. In other words, what I'm saying is, yes, confess your own faults one to another so that you can be healed. Right? This is what Colossians teaches us. But not only that, then when you then we have to by faith we have to by faith receive the finished work of the Lord Jesus Christ. We we have been forgiven. 
Can you receive the forgiveness of the Lord Jesus Christ? The same way you know that we must forgive others is the same way we must forgive ourselves. Because when we don't forgive ourselves, we walk in condemnation. And Satan is the accuser of the brother. And he's constantly there day and night trying to remind us of what we did or what we didn't do. But we need to tell that devil, back up devil, because the work has already been done. It's already been finished. And by faith, I believe that I received the promises of God and by faith. He, this is why I said the just shall live by faith. Because if we don't live by faith, we're going to be living by the carnal realm and the natural realm. We're going to be walking by what we can see and not by what we can believe. The just shall live by faith because we must first believe that God, not only that God exists because even demons believe that God exists, but we have to also believe that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. When we don't forgive ourselves, what we're saying is that the blood of Jesus is not enough. Therefore, when you're in condemnation, you're not going to believe that you can boldly approach the throne of God because you're going to sin, what does it do? do? It's just like Adam in the garden. What did they do? When they sinned, they hid themselves. It causes you to feel ashamed and embarrassed. But there's nothing to be ashamed or embarrassed of. We just receive God's forgiveness. Um, he says, if we sin, we have an advocate with the Father, right? He is faithful and just to forgive us. Can you and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness? Can you forgive yourself? It's not the unpardonable sin. You did not commit the unpardonable sin. The fact that you feel some type of way about it, that's a good thing. That means that your heart is not hard. But we want to move from that place and into the place of forgiveness. For who the Son set free is free indeed. And the only way to be free is to walk by faith, believing that the work has already been done. Can you forgive you. It's good that you forgave them. It's good that you forgave him, but can you forgive you? Can you forgive you? That's my question to you. Because see, when you don't forgive you, it's pride and it's self-righteousness. Because what we're saying is, is that the blood of Jesus, it wasn't enough for me. The blood of Jesus, I believe that God can forgive you. But I don't believe that God can forgive me. But guess what? The blood of Jesus is enough for you. The same way it was enough for them, it's enough for you. By faith, will you receive the finished work? Will you receive the forgiveness of God for yourself? Because when you don't forgive yourself, not only does it cause us to walk in condemnation, but it causes us to become self-righteous because we're thinking that it's something that we can do to fix, to make things right. You find yourself on this work wheel trying to be good enough, trying to, you know, but you're already good enough because everything God created was good. Can you see that? Can you forgive yourself? Because until you forgive yourself, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Your, our perception of ourselves is how we will treat ourselves and it's also how we will allow others to treat us. So can you forgive you? Will you receive God's forgiveness for yourself? Can you do that so you can be free? Receive the forgiveness. Receive God's forgiveness. Let's come out of pride. 
Let's come out of self-righteousness because we cannot make ourselves right with God. Jesus already did that. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. He did not come to condemn the world, but he came to convict and to convince the world that they are definitely in need of a Savior. And I don't know about you, but I was in need of a Savior still. Lord, here I am. Here I am, Lord. Here I am, Lord, here I am. Lord, here I am. How can I serve you today? We cannot serve the Lord in guilt and condemnation. People who deal with guilt and condemnation are bitter, angry, mean-spirited people because they're walking around and they're feeling like they're not good enough. And what did Jesus say? It's out the abundance of a man's own heart that his mouth will speak. We curse, we bind the spirit of rejection because Jesus said that he would not leave us as orphans. He would not abandon us and he would not leave us alone. You are good enough. You are, if you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, we are in right standings. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We're made right with God because of what Jesus did. And everything that we do for God is out of our love for God. It's not because we're trying to satisfy him or, you know, he's satisfied with you. Faith Without faith, it's impossible to please God because we must first believe not only that he exists, but he is a reward of those diligent seek him. Without faith, it's impossible to please. To please God is to believe God, okay? To please God is to believe God. Because when we don't believe God, we call him a liar, right? So that's not pleasing to God. Calling God a liar is not pleasing to God. So to please God is simply to believe God. See? So so everything, the works that we do, it comes out of our love relationship with him. It's not because, oh, I want him to think more, more highly of me. Or so I could think more highly of myself. Jesus said, if you love me, obey me. Because our obedience to God comes out of our love for God. It's not about self-confidence. It's about having confidence in God, right? It's God confidence. And when we have confidence in God's love for us, when we have faith and confidence in God's love for us, not only will fear have no place in us, But we will see the manifestations of the promises of God manifested in our lives. When we understand it's in him, it's in him that we live, move, and have our being. It's all about him. It's not our righteousness. It's his righteousness. You are good enough. And God has you. He needs you. He has use for you. He is the donkey. God used a donkey and God wants to use us. He uses people to help other people. Jesus wants to meet other people, but he does that through you. He does that through me. Our faith won't work if we're walking around in guilt and condemnation. What was what you did, what we did, that's done, that's over with. That's in the past. It's under the blood. God has forgiven us. And today, when we mess up again, because we are, we're going to mess up again. 
We don't have to. You know, the Bible says sin no longer has dominion over us. What's, what, that, what does that mean? Because we're, we're, we're no longer a debtor to sin. In other words, we don't just have to do it anymore because um, sin no longer has dominion over us because we have a choice because Jesus redeemed us from that curse of the law. I, I, don't, I, I don't have to say, well, the devil made me do it because unless the person is demon-possessed, the devil doesn't make anybody do anything. But... um. I just dropped in because I want to exhort you, encourage you, and remind you to forgive you so you can be set free, so you can be delivered, and so you can move forward into that love relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ because nothing can separate us from the love of God because, you see, God is love. Love is who God is. It's not just just that... God loves us. But the Bible says that God is love. This is who he is. And nothing can separate us from him. So if you have sin, if when we do sin, it says we have an advocate with the Father. We can ask him to forgive us and we can move on. A righteous man will fall seven times. He don't fall seven. But the thing about a righteous man is he'll get back up. Why? Because a righteous man has a sincere desire. His spirit, our spirit is always willing. It's the flesh that's weak. Can you, will you get up today so you can move forward in God? Because the truth of the matter is you have something that someone needs because I know this for a fact because he says every joint supplies a need and God created us all with something inside of us. He put it inside of us when he created us. And the only way it's going to come out of us is if we understand that we're good enough. Because when God created you and me, he didn't create no junk and he don't make mistakes. I don't care what mama, daddy, or nobody else said. We're here because it was a God, because it was God's idea. We're on a God assignment. He created us on purpose for a purpose with his purpose in mind to fulfill his good purpose. Would you forgive you? Because until you do, you're going to continue to repeat the patterns and continue to repeat the cycles. Why? Because as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. If you see yourself as a drug addict, if you see yourself as a thief, if you see yourself as a liar, your perception of yourself is going to determine how you treat you, how you treat others, and how you allow others to treat you. I want to, we have to change our perception of ourselves. We have to put on the mind of Christ, get in the word of God and see that we're heirs and joint heirs. We're sons and daughters of the most high God. God is our father. We're heirs and joint heirs. We have a spiritual inheritance. As a man thinketh in his heart, you're not a victim. You are victorious in Christ Jesus. Don't let what happened to you get in you. Because when it does, it's going to come out of you. And it's going to be in bitterness and strife. A lot of you are angry and you're so bitter and you don't know why. And it's not, it's, yes, you didn't forgive the other person and it turned into other things and a root of bitterness manifest and grew up. But some of you have forgiven others. And you're still mean and you're still bitter. 
You have a broken and a concrete spirit. And the Lord said he's near to those with a broken and a concrete spirit. Christ can identify with you. But I'm just here to encourage you and to plead with you and to convince you that God loves you. And you need to forgive you so you can be free. There's no need to be sorry forever. You say you're sorry and that's it. You say, God, forgive me. I receive your forgiveness because I'm already forgiven. I receive it by faith. Lord, thank you for redeeming me, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for redeeming me, Lord Jesus, with your blood. We've been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. What the law could not do, Romans 8 tells us, that Christ came and did in the flesh. He who knew no sin became sin so that we could be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We stand, we are in right standings with God because of what Jesus did. And if you, um, um, in order to get in alignment, maybe your lifestyle is not in sync, it's not in alignment with the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. Can seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. As we begin to seek the kingdom of God, seek first the kingdom of God. Those things in our lives that's not that's contrary to who God is will begin to the anointing will destroy the yokes. Those things will begin to fall off our lives as we begin to renew our mind and find out who we are in the Lord Jesus Christ. We have to change our mindset to change where we at, right? Because as a man think it in his heart, really, really it is, so is he. How do you see yourself? We have to see ourselves the way God sees us. We have to call ourselves what God calls us. He said, David, King David was a man after his own heart. And I promise you, if you, I mean, if we were judging him from the outside, we would say, no way, Jose. But that's not what God saw. He said, David is a man after my own heart. That's what God said about David. He saw what he did, but that wasn't, he, you know, um, God called, we, we have to call those things which be not as though they were. We have to call those things that don't look like it. We have to say what God say and not say what we see, but we have to say what God said. That's walking by faith. The just shall live by faith. We must walk by faith and not by sight. We have to walk. Walking by faith is like walking on water. You just got to believe it. You got to take God at his word. And this is why I say I love this life because I like surprises. I like not knowing what's going to happen next. Because why? Because I can trust my leader. And I can trust him. I just, I can, it's kind of like being in a car with someone and you just sleep. Because you know, you can trust this person. You know you don't have to be sitting up like this, you know, watching traffic for him because all tensed up. Because you know you can trust this person. And when we know that we can trust the Lord, that's when we can enter into his rest. We can rest in the Lord. It's just a second, a minute, a moment, a day 
at a time being led by the Spirit of God. Will you forgive you? Will you? Because the blood of Jesus is good enough for you too. I, I remember um, a few years ago, the Lord gave me this revelation when I was talking to this young lady and she was, um, I, f- I forgot what exactly the conversation was, but more or less it was like, God, she believed God would forgive me. But she, I said, she didn't believe God would forgive her. I said, oh, okay, so the blood, you believe that God loves me, but you don't believe that God loves you. How many of you know that God loves you? He is in love with you. He created you. You are a God idea. Before the foundations of the world, the Bible says that God knew you. He Before he knitted you together in your mother's womb, God knew you. Uh, we are God's idea. We came out the mind of God. We came out the heart of God. He thought about it before he created us. You're not an afterthought. And everything that pertains to life and godliness, the Bible says we have it. It's already on the inside of us. We have everything. That's everything. We have everything to live this life. Everything. We're fully loaded. We got the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. We are fully loaded. We are fully prepared. We are fully equipped to do this work that the Lord has called us to do. But we have to understand it's not by might nor by power, but it's by his spirit. I, I remember when the Lord told me that one day. He's, he's not asking you to do it. He wants to do it through you. He said, will you yield? Because who have we yield our members to, right? That's He said, whoever we yield our members to, that's who we're servant to. Right? So let's yield. Let's seek first the kingdom of God. Our, our Abba Father loves us so, so very much. It's in Him and because of Him that we live, we move, we have our being. We can do absolutely nothing without Him. The very breath that we breathe comes from our Heavenly Father who created us. Okay, I'm going to end it on this note. Have you forgiven you? If not, let's just pray. Father, we come before you today. You said if uh, if we do sin, that we have an advocate with the Father. We confess our sins, that you're faithful and just to forgive us. And so, Father, by faith, we receive your forgiveness. We believe what you said. It's finished. It's done. And we receive your forgiveness And we walk by faith, believing what you say, not believing what we see, but we believe what you say for the justice called to walk by faith and not by sight. I thank you, Father, for my liberty. I thank you, Father, for my deliverance. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I pray pray you pray, uh, pray that prayer. And if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, Um, Just ask the Lord Jesus Christ to come into your heart and say, Father, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, that he died and he rose and he's coming back again. And I I just ask that you save me. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, you guys, thank you for joining me again. This is Arthur Pearlie Martin. You guys, follow me on my podcast page, anchor.fm. Arthur Pearlie Martin, Biblical Principles for Inner Healing. This is my YouTube page, uh, Gene Martin. Come on over here and hit that subscribe button. 
Um, you guys be blessed, be encouraged. You guys go subscribe to my website, uh, WeCare, W-E-E-C-A-R-E, 1966.us. Um, so you can stay in touch with our current events and you can be the first to know um, before stuff hit fa- Facebook. You can know. Okay, well, we're going to be headed out on February 26th. Uh, we're going to do a hamburger giveaway for the homeless. Um, I'm going to be hosting a Christian speed dating event in Lawton, Oklahoma. But I'll let you guys in on the details later. In the meantime, please continue to pray uh, for me, for, for, for our team, for We Care, um, Community um, Street Outreach. And on that note, thank you guys for your support. Thank you for your prayers. And I'm ending it here. So in the meantime, you guys keep looking for the good in your day. So you can see God's goodness all throughout this wonderful, wonderful day. Until next time, be blessed and be so, 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 so very encouraged.